1: no Hey. Mia.
0: Hey. No, no, no. Mia. Oh, come on. Hey. I to be famous. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger.
2: I'm Lindsay Weber.
0: And I spent all of last year designing and curating my passion project slash dream spot. Of course, it all came together right before quarantining out of the city, but I'm excited for the time I'll get to spend enjoying all the special oh. corners that were made with a little help from some of my favorite creatives. Tap who embraced my ideas and didn't call me crazy, like my mama, (laughs) who is the greatest homemaking sounding board I could ask for. She called me crazy when required. This is
2: not an ad, by the way. It sounds like you're reading ad copy.
0: (laughs) I'm grateful to and for all. Special thanks to Gordon Kahn. Anyway, Lindsay, have you seen my multicolored pasta cabinet?
2: (laughs) Well, I was thinking about it this morning because somebody sent me a link to like, they interviewed the person who made the pasta that went... (laughs) (laughs) Don't the, really... the person who did the pasta she makes Linda pasta Miller Nicholson. she paints pasta and she put so because at first i was like i assumed and call me crazy i assumed the girl crazy. had three You're drawers <laughs> i assumed the girl Gigi. i assumed she had three drawers full of pasta and i said yes Lindsay, that's a lot of pasta but these celebrities they're crazy when they love <laughs> something they just like they have so much space they just like it's like chloe kardashian with the oreos right they fill their house with the thing it would not be that crazy for it to have three drawers full of pasta and then i saw the article and i realized no the pasta is like the art of the drawer like it's just in the front part and it's painted so you can't eat it
1: mm-hmm.
0: to be fair this pasta artist does make pasta that she paints and you can eat
2: yes you can't There's some pasta you can eat but this is the pasta you cannot eat because it's in the drawers Well, I guess you could eat pasta that's been in drawers, but the the idea, (laughs) the the pasta is not filling the drawers. It's not four drawers full of pasta. It's just pasta on the outside of the drawer. Mm -hmm. At the bottom of the article on people that's like pasta lady, it's like well the result is a tasteful burst of color it's not exactly tasty quote i had to hand lacquer and shellac every piece of pasta she says of this particular project adding oh, so that no one's snacking shellacked. on that pasta yeah it's shellac
0: that's a shellacked pasta so it's just a decorative like window thing like a, g- a glass window thing okay
2: i have to say gigi's apartment tour was not nearly as offensive as the kendall jenner architectural digest Thing where her house was fine, but that neon sign I'm still thinking about. She has a neon sign that says her birth weight on it or whatever. No, what it's not was her that?
0: birth weight. The neon sign is it's from an, a neon artist, and it's the size of the artist's like ex boyfriend's penis. What? Wait, it's yeah, you didn't watch the video. On it. No 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 no! it's like circumference it's like something and then it I says thought it was like and it's in her... centimeters and Kendall's like I heard that <laughs> this I the artist this is actually the size of her ex-boyfriend's penis interesting and you're like what how do you not know this for certain how many tens of thousands of dollars did that cost you and you don't know for certain that it is the size of her ex-boyfriend's penis you're just you've just like heard a rumor
3: behind me is my Tracy Emin I got this a few years ago and I'm almost positive that there's measurements up top and then the bottom says glad to hear you're a happy girl i'm pretty sure that the measurements are an ex-boyfriend of tracy emmons penis size and then the message at the bottom is to his new girlfriend saying i'm glad to hear you're happy because he has a really big penis i believe
2: wait isn't that like the point of the art too like that would be literally yes. the thesis of the art or anyways i literally thought she got a neon sign made it's hard to read with her birth weight on it's it, so like the birth read. announcement.
0: No, 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 no. It's a penis it size. it said
2: circumference. Isn't oh, so circumference?
0: Well, what I wanted to say, well, how does circumference make any more sense for a baby than it does for a penis? At least a penis, there's like <laughs> something that's like explicitly like round. I admit that I didn't really
2: it. dig in, but I just <laughs> thought it looked, it had measurements on it. And then it said something else. And I was just really confused. I thought that she got, and a lot of people do custom neon. I thought that.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned this. I wouldn't have mentioned the Gigi Gigi's House of Horrors, although um, if Kendall's House of Horrors were not revealed in the same week, Gigi's house is very like um, it's very Pinterest, it's very DIY. Yeah. She clearly did so much herself, and not just in a like arts and craftsy oh, way, true. but like. Bought a, of, like, like, bought a lot of like like bought a lot of mismatched pillows and combined them to form like a couch Whether like or not she did all we these things
2: like Gigi's taste she has some like she has an opinion and she has like a personal point of view that comes out
0: You look at that house and you're like I get
2: Right exactly. meanwhile Kendall much like all of the Kardashians hires some guy to 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 install a minimalist modern landscape of just like God. random quote unquote important stuff they get the rundown of what the stuff is and then they read it off like remember when courtney kardashian was like i'm into interior design but it was just other people's work essentially you know <laughs> yes.
1: yes yeah
0: it's not the extreme minimalism of kim and it's not the sort of like monochromatic pink minimalism of chloe it's it's sort it's like it's like cozy expensive minimalism but then sure. like the the little pops of like the kardashian opulence are there like oh my God, i gotta have a humongous slab of marble and yeah. i've gotta have the closet space that's like completely absurd with all of my magazine photos framed in my glam room. I love that the glam squad has to enter through a different door. Did you see the video?
2: That's amazing.
0: She's like, and this is the door so the glam squad doesn't have to, you know, go through the whole house. And she says it like it's some sort of compliment, but it's like, yeah, you don't want them walking through your house. Yeah, it's like
2: the maid's quarters up in here. Like, okay, cool, the back door for the help or whatever.
3: Everyone in my family has a good glam room. There's a really nice door so my glam people can come in and out really easily and not have to walk through the whole house.
0: My favorite part is the beginning, actually, because she says, I've always wanted some like, I don't know, light artist. She's like, yes. It's the cover image, like her in front of that pink oval that's like Uh glowing. And Uh she says...
3: Kind of the first thing when you walk in, I'm very proud of it, is my James Terrell. I have always wanted a James Terrell, so I was really excited when I got it. It's so peaceful and calming, and he actually makes these pieces to meditate in front of.
0: And it's like, and you put it in your foyer? Yeah, so it's (laughs) like... like put it in the most highly trafficked area of your house. Is that
2: where you're meditating? I'm sure.
0: She has a cloud couch. Everyone has a cloud couch.
2: You know, my really nice
3: cloud couch, I feel like everyone has a cloud couch but they really are the best.
2: When you watch enough of the Kardashian interior design hellscape, you realize that like, I'll take Gigi Hadid's weird ass pasta macrame, like uh, whatever she's doing it over there, (laughs) over that any day. Because at least that has some sort of like, point of view even if I don't love the point of view you know yeah. even, if oh, pasta, met, I, even if it's a oh, pasta artist oh I find the artist. point of view offensive right but even I, if it's a pasta artist I'll take that over like you're right a giant glowing orb that's quote meant for meditating in front of like at least Gigi put the pasta in the kitchen you know like that's where the food goes <laughs> <laughs>
0: I love her New Yorker bathroom art, her yeah, New Yorker that's wall cute. that's like, it's all that. loose. Nothing's behind glass. So it's like that New Yorker is going to be covered in like poopy particles very, very quickly.
2: <laughs> I'm sorry, but when you were like 15, you def like we all put up covers of magazines. Yes, and like, yes, it's like yes. a cute, whatever, I guess she's not 15, but... <laughs>
0: No, she's not. <laughs> Remember we called her a teenager accidentally on the last two dat and everyone was like, She's twenty-five. <laughs> she's not eighteen. <laughs> we're, she's like, te- we're like we're
2: like babies having babies. She's literally twenty-five. Okay, uh let's get This to is the who's show. there,
0: our weekly call in show where we take your questions, comments, concerns at six one nine who them. Uh it appears a lot of you have sort of um. Forgotten what this show is about?
2: Yeah, you you guys have really lost the thread. <laughs> Can we get you back yeah. on track, please? No,
0: we love we we love to get derailed, and we're so glad you have. It's just very funny that like when we were listening to the calls yesterday, I was like, um, I think it's mostly about ice cream this week, <laughs> which is totally fine. I love listening to calls, but I spent, you know, when you spend many yeah, hours yeah. just at your computer listening to yeah. calls and most of them and are all saying, about ice cream. have you ever heard of Moose Tracks? What about Moose Tracks? You lose the thread. I'm like, wait, what is my job? I, yeah, what is you're the show? like,
2: this show is about ice cream? Okay.
0: <laughs> but before we get into the ice cream, because there's many, 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 many calls about ice cream, we're going to do a quick little thing we're going to go back in time. We don't really go back in time much, maybe we're going to have to more and more.
2: Thank God you made a back in time sound on your keyboard.
0: So, let's go back in time to last Friday on the last episode of Who's There. We're going to go back in time. Now. <laughs>
2: I'm looking at a picture of Adrian Pazdar, and I have to say, he looks so much like every single actor on television. Like, I can't, like, he looks mm-hmm. like a mix between the guy who plays the boyfriend. I know this is not a TV, TV show, but he's all over TV. The guy who plays the boyfriend in Rachel getting married, not the boyfriend, the hookup, in Rachel getting married, and he looks like John Hamm, and he looks like um, Nathan something, and he looks like um, the. Uh, uh, parenthood guy who's dating lauren graham and he looks like he just looks like i know that he I just looks gave like
0: you a, everything he's he looks like everything. chiseled chiseled brunette man
2: oh and he looks like the guy who's the voice of every superhero uh who's putty fr- putty from seinfeld like he just yeah. looks like every guy okay i don't want to talk about him anymore sorry if you can name every single man that i just tried to describe in that little rant that's like a points for you. Like if you could go hear me say those rabbit. The guy in this. Name, the guy in this. <laughs> like if you could name those guys, send me a send me a note because shout out to
1: you. Ooh,
0: and we're back to the present. <laughs> yes, that was the clip I made from scratch. Okay. On GarageBand because I uh-huh. like Maggie okay. from the high note. Played by Dakota Johnson. I'm a producer.
2: Yeah. And now we have somebody called in with the answer. We have two people called in with the answer. Here's one. Two people called in with the answer. Here's one.
4: Mather, Mather Zickle, John Hamm, Nathan Fillion, Peter Krause, Patrick Warburton.
1: Mather
5: Zickle, Nathan Fillion, Peter Krause, Patrick Warburton. crunch. Crunch.
0: Can you name another thing that Mather Zickle is in apart from Rachel getting married?
2: <laughs> no, but because really I never hot. knew his name. He's really yeah. hot. Um, mm-hmm. It's true. No, but he's like in a lot of things. Like I actually just saw him in something and it was like perfect. Oh, maybe it was the um, it was a preview for the fucking show on HBO with the old tiny guy played by what's his face? Reese, Matthew Reese.
0: Oh, Perry Mason? The yeah, I think guy. he's in.
2: I think he's in Perry Mason because he's the perfect guy to be in Perry Mason. Well, if he's about it.
0: not. He's oh. in a show that you love, Better Things, and he's also in Dirty John. Did you watch Dirty John oh, Betty? He's Apparently, so he's a Dirty hot. John Betty. Oh,
2: that's what I was. That's the show that I was seeing. Better Things. No, I, he's in Dirty John Betty. He's like he's because it no because it takes place in the eighties and they're like lawyer guys, and he's a very good he's a very good throwback lawyer guy. Mm-hmm. And he mm-hmm. also is in better things. You're right. He's so hot in better things. Oh, this guy is hot. Okay. We can, Next We calls. do not need to talk about him anymore.
0: We asked another thing we went, we don't have to go back in time again because as Lindsay said, that sound effect is too long. <laughs> <laughs> but I asked if millennials, if not millennials, if Gen Z knows who Steven Seagal is, and we have a consensus.
4: Hi. Long time, long time. Uh, listening to this week's episode. I'm 23 and can confirm. Have never in my life even heard the name Steven Seagal. Okay, Scarjo, Yummy Pop. Bye. Um hi Lindsay Tipoty. I'm twenty years old and I would like to confirm that I have no clue who Steven Segal is. I've only heard the name once and it was when I was watching Happy Endings. They have a joke about him. But I'm also the only person I've ever met that's watched Happy Endings, so Okay. Bye. Okay. Confirmed.
0: So yeah, that proves
4: it.
2: That. That's that's it. research. Well, that's... Okay, great. It's not peer-reviewed. That's
0: science. <laughs> it's not peer-reviewed, but it's science. And that, my okay. friends,
2: is science.
0: <laughs> okay. So the next one I believe needs a little context because we got a lot of calls. No, I I don't mean, want it. I mean, you gave a context already. Calls.
2: People we were saying, talking about ice cream that doesn't have the name of what it is. Oh my god! I like. <laughs> I just wish we could leave that in the past. <laughs>
0: it's a nebulous concept. It is. Vemi ice cream that does not explicitly <laughs> declare the ingredients and so it uses a proper name to yes. identify it and yes. when you hear the proper name you know what the ingredients are without having to know and the
2: only one we could think of was rocky road <laughs> and
0: neapolitan and rocky road were the only two we could think of and we said i don't think there are any other ones oh and but maybe, were we, maybe wrong? we asked people to call in no everyone we called it. in plenty of people called in about something called superman ice cream which i don't want to get into yeah and that seemed very specifically midwestern but more people and i would say the most people called in about moose tracks
4: hi this is liz i called last week about rocky road uh thanks for playing my call but you guys definitely missed a huge them of non-descriptive ice cream flavors um i mean particularly for the u.s which is moose tracks no one knows what the fuck is in it but it tastes amazing Scarjo Yummy Pop, me and Grease. Lindsay Bobby, an ice cream name that does not describe the contents that is also with them is Moose Tracks. Because if you're eating a Moose Track, you're just eating dirty snow. Love you, bye. Hey, just pausing the episode to say, you know, Moose Tracks. Hi, Lindsay Bobby, Canadian here calling about ice. I um, just wanted to say that I have never heard of moon dust, which does sound absolutely disgusting. Um, however, there is a kind of ice cream that I think fits the description you guys um, have given uh, that is popular in Canada that is called Moose Tracks, and it's vanilla ice cream with, like, chocolate fudge and peanut butter cups. Um, it's very good. And, uh, yeah, that's it. Okay. Live in the laptops. Laptop. Hey, weekly, first time, long, long, long time in your ice cream roundup, and you don't have to talk about this. You forgot an iconic flavor that doesn't make any sense if you, like me, did not grow up in the United States or Canada? Question mark Moose tracks. What a weird phrase. Anyway, it's good for Bolithoorn. Bye.
5: Bobby, Lindsay,
1: Moose tracks.
5: Timmy Bolithoorn. Bye.
4: It's
2: fudge and cups. It looks so good.
1: So, oh now you my. Would,
2: so now
0: you know God. what it no, is. No, now it's all it. I want. Yeah, It is, when you look at, there's like a beautiful, um a glamour shot of Moose Tracks, which I found out Moose Tracks is a trademark name. And so it's owned by a company called Denali Flavors. So like you look on that and then you go to the Denali website and then you read about Moose Tracks. It's been around for 30 years, 32 years, excuse me. Other brands like license it but they literally have to license, like they have to pay to right, use I the was name just Moose Tracks.
2: Looking, I was just looking at what's in Moose Tracks and they call it Moose Tracks trademark fudge. Yes, <laughs> <That's> the... <laughs> and so
0: when you look here, it's like a lot of store brands use it, which is I think one of the reasons I would be willing to call it to them because all of these very national chains and um, international chains, because it's also in Canada, among other places, can call their Moose Tracks ice cream Moose Tracks even though it's very specific to this Alaskan company. Got it, got it, got it, got it. It's named after a mini golf course that I was trying to find like a Yelp review of this mini golf course, but I don't think it exists. Meanwhile, anymore. Rocky
2: Road is not trademarked. So that's a different no. we're talking no. kind of like a different vibe here a different yes. ice cream vibe. Yeah,
0: Um, but it looks so good. I don't I, I at first it, it makes sense that it's just named after a, a mini golf course. Because it says it was right down the street from the first ice cream shop to carry moose tracks. I was mm-hmm. like, is there some sort of visual metaphor that I'm missing here? Like, is there something about the, the bisected peanut butter cup and fudge that is something like a moose track? But I, I was looking too deeply into it. Moral of the story is, every time I see a photo of moose tracks, now I'm like, this looks like the perfect ice cream. This sounds perfect to me. I understand why this is popular. Does this Do you like peanut butter and ice cream?
2: Yeah, I would eat this. 100% I would eat this. Yes. Yes. Totally, I love ice cream that's trademarked. I'm like, yes, intellectual property, get in my belly.
0: You called Cherry Garcia I a mean, dummy ice cream brand. You were like, even though it's specific to Ben and Jerry's, like I would call it to them. Other people said they agreed with you and <laughs> that they would add Chunky Monkey.
6: Sure,
2: to that I didn't. List. I forgot that that was a Ben and Jerry's invented flavor. Sure, yeah, for sure. It's Can like banana. Can you name everything in Chunky Monkey? Like bananas and stuff.
0: <laughs> yeah, the bananas is that's like nuts. What, but, Yes, bananas, nuts, and one more thing.
2: Like fudge, probably. Yes, yes, fudge. Okay. It's
0: bananas. It's fudge, and it's walnuts.
2: Sure. Okay. I've so, never had it. Um, you reminded me of I think maybe someone called in about it of an iconic commercial from your youth, the Viennetta <gasps> ice cream. Do you oh wait, want to let's tell play that story.
0: Let's let's <laughs> play the call. Oh my God, we have the call. Oh my God, this really just triggered something in
5: me.
2: Yeah, a memory.
5: Hey, Lindsay, Bobby, um, I'm a little behind on the ice cream conversation, I know, you didn't really want to get more calls about it, but um, in listening to the Neapolitan, Rocky Road kind of distinction, um, I was reminded of, do you guys remember Viennetta? It was like this crazy layered dessert thing, it probably doesn't count as like an ice cream flavor actually, but um, it was like this layered dessert thing, and the commercial at least when I was a kid, were everywhere, like constantly on. You could not avoid Vianetta on TV if you wanted to. And I I never had it. I don't know. It was just like too fancy or something. My parents wouldn't buy it. I don't know. But I never had it. But anyway, I guess my question is, is Vianetta a who or a them? And does it count in the sort of category of ice creams that like have names that don't describe what's actually in them? Anyway, that's it. Uh, good one bell done.
2: Can you play the Vianetta ad so we can remember the luxury of yeah. Viennetta? <laughs>
0: Vianetta <laughs> sounds like a drag queen. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> Viennetta yes. Frazer.
2: Gorgeous.
1: Briars has created a spectacular ice cream dessert called Viennetta. But despite its delicious premium ice cream, with its irresistible, crisp, chocolatey layers... Vianetta could leave you with one small problem. New Vianetta from Briars. One slice is never enough. And
2: ironically, you had the same experience with the Veneta, which was same. one slice. One box was not enough for one your family. One box was
0: not enough for the Finger family. We, I remember the commercials. And at one, I don't know, because this commercial, it says it's from 1987. And I guess Vienetta
2: It must have been later because you were older.
0: Much like the commercial itself, Vionetta is kind of in waves. <laughs> Vionetta Vien- comes in waves. It's a boxed ice cream dessert. That's, it's not a cake. It's like. Tiny layers of ice cream, then chocolate, ice cream, then chocolate, ice cream, then chocolate. And so then it was it...
2: launched in in 1982, but that's not the, the Vionetta. That's just of the concept, not the like selling it through mm-hmm. as ice cream in a box. That's so, yeah.
0: Then Breyers brought it back in 1995. And that must be like there was another marketing push in 1985. And that right. must be when I had it. Yes. And that is when I think the caller was like these commercials were everywhere because they were everywhere. And. I'm trying to remember the other like very um hyped up uh, pre-packaged food item commercials that I was like fully hyped for when I was a kid when I fell for the marketing and like advertising works. It's like the billboards that are like advertising, does it work? Just did. And, you know, like these commercials were those were the equivalents for me when it was like Vianetta, the Bigfoot Pizza from Pizza Hut, where I was like Mom, Dad, I'm sorry, I don't know what it is, but like we need to get a Bigfoot pizza and there's nothing I can do about it. Like we just need to get a Bigfoot pizza. So Vianetta was one of those things that I was like Mom, Dad, we need to get a Vianetta and Fortunately, they were all on board. They were like, you know what? I've been intrigued. That looks good. The commercials are everywhere. So we get this Vionetta. I remember being at HEB. We get the Vianetta I'm so excited. We buy it. It's in the freezer. We have dinner. We pull out the Vianetta. And it's the fucking funniest thing in the world. You open the box, and we pulled it out. And I remember being like, excuse me? Because it's teeny tiny. And there are, much like on a hand, there are five fingers in our family. And so I was like, how are we going to eat? Like, we split it into five pieces. But then we were... Oh, we all wanted more Vianetta. It was delicious, to be fair, but it was also apparently like kind of expensive for what it was. So I'm almost like, we're never buying that again.
2: <laughs> Do you know that there are recipes online to make a homemade Vienetta? I saw the I saw the recipes. Loaf? I mean, I feel like that's a challenge to you. It involves a lot of magic shell. Looks well, great. Well
0: the thing is like To get that crunch. You know, it's summer, summer in New York City, an apartment with very little air conditioning, like I
2: how are you going to make can, an ice cream loaf? Yeah. I cannot
0: make an ice cream loaf until it is no longer 95 degrees in my apartment all the time. <laughs> um, but you bet your ass I will be eating Vianetta homemade the moment it's, you know, seventy-eighty-one degrees.
2: 81 degrees. Out. degrees. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: <laughs>
4: 81 <laughs> degrees. Okay.
0: Um, okay. We next have to move call. On. Yeah, I'm sorry. Next call.
4: <laughs> okay. I know Taylor Swift is a nun, but in one of her songs, her new songs, <laughs> She refers to Centennial Park, which I looked up, and it's in Nashville, which is home of the Nashville Parthenon. Taylor Swift in Greece.
0: Taylor, Taylor Swift in Greece. We don't. We cannot talk about folklore, but we can talk about the Parthenon. We can talk about Taylor Swift being in Greece.
2: I will say this is the song in which she mentioned Centennial Park is the best song on the album, and I'll step away from the mic then, and there's not much competition.
0: Wait, which... No, that's the... That's the invisible string. I invisible the string. On the yeah, 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 yeah. No, I. And would, there's I would, not much competition. I'd be willing to call it, you know, one of my top three songs on the album. Sure.
2: Okay. We have differing views on the album, but yes, this is a song. Some in of which...
0: us really like the album, and others don't. Don't like the album.
2: <laughs> I would say fifty percent of us like it, and fifty percent of us don't like it. It's <laughs> an even split on the two weekly team. I'll leave. You You can decide who...
0: Some of us have a hard time deciding on their favorite song and others are saying, no, it's just the Me and Grease song. Um,
2: (laughs) Taylor Swift, Me and Greased. Two times in the song in which she says, where I used to read at Centennial Park, I used to think I would meet somebody there. It was not Bobby, apparently, because he couldn't find parking.
0: (laughs) I couldn't find parking. (laughs) Me and Grease.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And then the second time... Gold was the color of the leaves when I showed you around Centennial Park. Bobby did find parking that second time.
0: I did. Hell was the journey, but it brought me to heaven. It is hellish to not be able to find parking. Taylor. Yes, but heaven
2: was Bobby saying, Taylor, did you know they have a not exactly life-size Parthenon (laughs) reproduction in this park? Crazy. Beautiful Okay,
0: let's move on to questions. Never call about folklore again. Ever. I'd rather you call about moose tracks than folklore. It was like 70 something degrees a couple days ago. It's time to put our winter weather to bed or in my Pull case under out the bed.
2: your linens sweeties the linen it's time for- it's linen season, honey oh,
0: oh, all I want is linen all the time. I just want to be draped in linen for my entire life.
2: Not only am I pulling out my linen,
0: I hate and Quince middlemen. only
2: works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. We love it.
0: Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com/who for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's q-u-i-n-c-e dot com/who to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince dot who
4: If you talk about Taylor Swift, I'm gonna lose my shit. Don't you dare. Who is Flo Millie? That's what I want to know. Thank
2: you. We did
0: look. We didn't talk about Taylor Swift. We talked about <laughs> Centennial Park. We talked about me and Greece. I said we're not going to talk about folklore. This is not a folklore podcast.
2: No, it's definitely not. I don't have enough words for that. I don't. I don't have enough words about that record to even make it reasonable to talk about. <laughs>
0: at midnight, at midnight on Friday, a huge moment in music happened. And no, I'm not talking about the release of folklore. I'm talking about the release of Flo Millie's mixtape "Ho oh, Why Is You Here," which is. A big moment for both Lindsay and myself. Well, it's because... a big moment for TikTok
2: TikTok fans everywhere because that is <laughs> yeah. that is Flo Milly shit. And if you have been watching TikTok over the past what six months or something, uh, you'll, be Milly, <laughs> you'll be familiar with Flo Millie You'll be familiar with Flo Milly shit.
6: Flo Milly shit bitch.
2: Also, Flo Milly shit, shit, uh, aka beef. Wait, the Flo Millie beef. That's the song. The, What's the, the song? song? It's called
0: Beef. The Beef Beef Flow Mix. Beef Flow Mix. She uses the beat from the Playboy Cardi song Beef. And so it's called exactly. B-Flow Mix. Exactly. So
2: that song yeah. and that song has also been iconic for stan culture because it's the song that's always used in fan cams, right? So yes. like yes. you have a video of like a K-pop star dancing and it's like, I got cash in my hand in my hand. Like that's the always the song.
0: The and you make it go fast. <laughs> right. So fuck ooh. the fan. All I want is bands. If you get money. I'm to see <laughs> This is a great song. I think we've mentioned it in passing because we were talking about fan camps. Because I know I played a yes. clip of that Flo Millie genius yes, moment. Yes, you did. But we've never spent much time on Flo Milli, and now we have a reason to. Yeah. Which her, is her she finally out. released her mixtape. Yeah, it's good. I don't like calling things because you know we all remember Ezra Miller.
1: <laughs>
0: oh. But I do think like Flo Milli, Ezra Miller will be watching, a
2: them in 2020.
0: <laughs> especially after watching interviews with her like she has the the star quality like she's you know you're just like you have a great story you are inspirational you are funny she's so funny
2: yeah she's unique too Her voice is unique.
0: When you listen to the mixtape, which is really good, it's really short, it's only like half an hour long and it's gotten really good reviews also so far and it's getting a lot of attention. And I think in part, yes, it has to do with her talent and yes, it has to do with the fact that these tracks are amazing, but it's also the fucking cover and the title, which is, as we said, Ho Why Is You Here, which is a reference to Love & Hip Hop season two, Jocelyn Hernandez talking about, what's her fucking name? She's talking about that really annoying other rapper that Stevie was into, Jocelyn is working with Stevie and Stevie is still married. And like Stevie's wife is like, I hate Jocelyn always being around all the time. And this is before Stevie and Jocelyn get together. And Jocelyn is like, obviously like a powder keg and is very annoyed when Stevie gives anyone else attention, especially people who she deems untalented and unworthy of his attention. And one of them is this aspiring rapper named Shay Mack who shows up in several episodes in the second season. And every time she shows up, Jocelyn gets really fucking annoyed. And this happens.
6: I'm just sitting there having a drink. I really didn't want to go with him because I knew he had something going on. And here come this ratchet-ass bitch, Shea Mac braces
2: face. Hall, why is you here? The ir- the irony is she calls her braces face and Flo Millie, re- until very wore recently, braces. wore braces. Because like, Flo Millie's like 19 time. years old. Do you, did yes. you notice that? Yeah. So- she had braces for like the first half of her now her relatively short career that had just started. You know, she had braces for a lot of it.
0: So I don't I don't like I mean, as someone who wore braces for much longer than most people wear braces, it was humiliating. I also in high wore school. braces for a long time. It was, like, very embarrassing. Like, I I both sympathize with people who have to wear braces for a long time. Braces technology has come a long way since we were teenagers, yes. though. So, like, yes, teenagers, if
2: you notice, you don't really see teenagers in braces for that long. Like, they're not as long as we wore yeah, them. Because
0: they're using Invisalign. <sighs>
2: those fucking... You
0: only need the asshole. metal braces if your teeth are, like, really fucked. But for the most part, like, Invisalign and those other right. whatever... It's just funny like,
2: that we wore braces for, like, what, for two years or something? Like, it's just, like, a crazy amount of time.
0: <laughs> two... <laughs> Lindsay. How long did you wear braces for? <laughs> Almost four. No! <laughs> Three and a half years.
2: <gasps>
1: I
0: got them on in eighth grade. Yeah. I got them off in the middle of junior year. So.
2: High school braces?
0: Get ready to do your math. Yes, Lindsay. Oh, yes. God. It was awful.
2: I don't remember when I wore mine, but I'm pretty sure it was like two years or something. I got to ask my mom.
0: And I had like all these like fucked up. Like there was one thing. The whole thing is there was a adult tooth, a permanent tooth that never came down and uh-huh. like stayed up in the gums. Uh-huh. And they were like, oh, it's because, you know, it's it's easy. Like you got a gap in your front two teeth. And like once we move all the other teeth closer together, it'll open up uh-huh. that space. And the tooth Did is it? just going to slide Did on it? down naturally. No, it did not. It stayed up there. And they kept giving the tooth the benefit of the doubt. And they were like, no, 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 give it some time. It's going to come. And it never came. And they decided, well, now we're going to have to go up in there and do surgery on your mouth and pull the tooth down. Uh, and uh, uh. Lindsay, this story also involves medical malpractice. So the, what? the they went in, they did the X-ray. They were like, "There's the tooth that's up in your gums. If we were gonna do this surgery, where we reach in and then we tie literally a chain around the tooth, Ooh, chain we on attach me. the chain to the braces. Your first chain, and then slowly they slow my first chain, <laughs> <laughs> and then they slowly tighten the the chain when this I go is to disgusting. the disgusting. Can you the, get to the next and part? It pulls the what happened? <laughs> So while they, in the consultation, they look at the x-ray and they're like, oh, you also have all four wisdom teeth. And they say,
2: okay. um, While we're there, we'll take them While
0: we're there, (laughs) since you're going to be under general anesthesia, we could just go in and pull out the wisdom teeth because you'll probably need to get it done anyway. And my mom is like, you know, there's a whole conference, like, will insurance pay for it? Everything's like, yeah, we'll do it. And then I was really freaked out. And I was like, do I need them out? And they were like, no. And I was like, if I don't need them out, I was like, mom, can I please not get my wisdom teeth out? That scares the shit out of me. And she was like, yeah. And they were like, and they were like, yeah. And my mom says, you know what? Let's not do that because if they become a problem, we'll do it then. But like, let's essentially cross that bridge when we get to it. We make an appointment to get my tooth extracted, one tooth extracted on X date. I go in, I go under general, I wake up, I'm in pain. There's gauze all in my oh, mouth. no,
2: they took the teeth.
0: Lindsay, they did the whole fucking surgery without consent and i get into the car and my mom is furious my mom is rarely uh, openly furious and i was like blood all of like the gauze that's filled with blood i hear i find out that like they say the extraction is only supposed to take 15 to 30 minutes and after like 45 minutes apparently according to my mom she goes up to the receptionist or whatever and she's like is Bobby still under? Like, what's going on? And they were like, "Oh, they've done the extraction and they've done one wisdom tooth, so he has three more to go." And my mom goes, "They weren't supposed to do the wisdom teeth." And oh god, in a very typical finger fashion, I didn't hear the details of this, but there were. I remember like a number of tense and perhaps screaming phone calls with the with the oral surgeon, and I don't know how things knitted out, but I feel like my parents like, did you get some money? They didn't sue. But, like, they, I think, could have. And I think that I got all that surgery for free. For free. <laughs> <laughs> I assume that I got all the surgery for free because they didn't want my parents to sue them. Yeah. Not that my parents have ever sued anyone, but like, it was like, I think they were like mortified they sued. because I was not supposed to get those wisdom teeth taken out.
1: Mm.
0: Isn't that scary? That's terrible. They pulled teeth out without yeah. my consent. Anyway, so back when I was a braces face, I understand what it's like. And, but, and like, the last thing I want is for Jocelyn wow. to call me a braces face.
6: Shame, Meg braces face.
0: That is the iconic GIF. So, like the GIF of Jocelyn saying "Ho, wise you here, is all over the I internet. You will see it you. everywhere. Yeah. That is Flo Millie's...
2: The name of her mixtape.
0: It's so fucking good.
2: There's a few great moments I like in this mixtape. There's one where she has a song that is called "Weak" and it samples the S, the uh, scissors with voices, SWV, mm-hmm. SVW. I always, yeah, I'll... I always mix up the letters. SWV. SVW. I'll play
0: a clip here. I'll play a clip here. Wait, it's S W. It's S. It's F. Sisters With Voices, Yes, S-W-V. SWV. V.
2: They, she, yes. But she samples it, and so the original song is like, I get so weak in the knees. But instead, mm-hmm. she's like, they're weak. Like, men are weak. Like, that's her mm-hmm. turn on it. It's great. It's a great song. I love it. They've
6: been texting me all week, just let me be. Blowing me up, I'm trying to sleep, I ain't so free. So don't be calling after three. I do what these bitches don't, that's why they running back to me. Run the cash show, run the cash
0: I love this interview with her from uh, last year in XXL Mag. There's just like, I feel like people are more into humility when you're an actor and they're more into confidence when you're a musical artist. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. Like humility works better when you're an actor than it does when you are a musical artist. And when you are a musician, oh, totally. you have to be really, really confident. Totally. And this interview is really good. And she she was 18 or 19 here. And it says, my standout records to date have been, and she says, be Mix, which is the one that we've already played a clip of. And she says, it's crazy because at first I didn't even think nothing of it. Honestly, I feel like that's light work. That's not the best I could do. So the fact that so many people were amazed by it, I was like, whoa, I was just speaking my truth. And then I realized a lot of people could relate to it. It's blowing up because that's the most relatable one they can live with. She's like, I'm going to play some clips from her on the genius thing because it's just like she has the vibe of someone who is going to be a them. And I feel like, correct me if I'm wrong, but like she's definitely going to be huge.
6: What inspired me to like really bring that type of energy was like me being picked on in high school. You know, I wasn't like no type of bitch that just got bullied. Like I stood up for myself, but it's like when you pretty and you a bad bitch, hoes gonna hit on you. So I feel like this is just an anthem for girls that deal with the same thing that I deal with in high school. I like cashing my hair to my ass. Do the dash, can you make it go fast? Fuck the fame all I like one is them bench. That came to me very automatically. I was high. You don't care about what other people think of you. You just want to make money and do you and stay in your own lane. When I make like $5 million, I would just be trying to make a way for other people who don't have what I have, you know? And I feel accomplished as long as one person is moved and changed by my music and feels confident about themselves, then I've accomplished everything I needed to. She, amongst other
2: people, I would say amongst other female rappers that have come out recently or in the past like year or two, I feel like people attribute the the trend to Nikki, but I'm going to say it's to Cardi. Like now yeah. we're in like, because I feel like Nikki, even though Nikki opened the door for a lot of like female rappers in, in terms of people's taste in music, I feel like in mm-hmm. terms of women being like, I can do this came from Cardi in a way, not Nikki. And yeah. that like second full, that second like wave of young female rappers is because of her. Yeah. Does that and make I sense?
0: That- No, I totally. And I think if I tell me if I'm kind of on the right track here, but I think when you think of Nikki, when you think of Nikki's origin story, let's see if we agree here. What do you think? What is like chapter one?
2: Like, what do you mean? Like,
0: what would you say is like the thing that put her on the map?
2: Like, what do you mean? Oh,
0: no, I was gonna say monster. The monster verse. The monster verse.
2: Oh, because you're saying like she had to be in with those people like there was no way to come from anything below that. Like it was like she literally she literally had to be lifted by the biggest hip hop artist, Jay-Z, Kanye, Wayne to be anything and now you have artists that are coming from nowhere yeah totally that's you're right so
0: it's like nikki when you think of how nikki got started nikki had to be with wayne and obviously nikki released mixtapes in the years before monster but that was pre-social media and now things can get bigger even faster and without the help of a major label lifting you up meanwhile cardi is out here like I'm a third tier character yeah, on a reality yeah, show yeah. on a reality right, show and right. not even in the first season of the reality show. Like Cardi B is like truly starting from the bottom and working her way up. So I think when you when you witness that narrative, it's so much more
2: empowering. Yeah. Than than Nikki's. Right, totally.
0: But yeah, this song, this song rules and the, and beef. I love the, I love the fact that like TikTok streams now factor into charting. Yeah. Like that's so good for artists like her because she kind of came up on that platform. Her music is only like more songs. I don't want to start predicting what teens are going to do on TikTok because like I'm an idiot when it comes to that whole thing. But it's like, there's no way these songs are not going to become TikTok Soundtracks in the future, like other songs from this. Well, mix-sale. now
2: it's people are reverse engineering songs to be big on TikTok, which is kind mm-hmm. of the issue. So you might get less of this, and also like, kind of artists are putting their music on TikTok in ways to get it, whatever, paying or paying big TikTok influencers to dance to their music to get it to spread. So like, you actually might get less of like kind of the authentic TikTok music spread that you're getting with Flo Milli uh, mm-hmm. in the future, just because of the way that shit works. Unfortunately,
0: but we didn't even we didn't even say her real name. Her name is not Flo Malia. It's named Tamia Carter. She's from Mobile, Alabama. Mobile, Alabama. We stand a southern singer. But according to this story. Nicki Minaj, though we just said that she definitely came up to the system in like a more traditional way, she was originally inspired by Nicki Minaj. Yeah, because she um, was 11 so and she was
2: watching like B. She was 11,
0: 106 and part. I mean, that makes yeah. sense.
2: I didn't mean Laura like she's not inspired by Nicki Minaj. People are obviously really inspired no, by I didn't Nicki Minaj. That, yeah. I did more meant like her rise came because of Cardi B opening the doors in a, in a different way than Nicki did. So, mm-hmm. anyways.
0: And also, it was funny to see because Folklore came out on Friday, you sort of, so many other releases got sort of ignored and this didn't like this was up there on yeah. my feed not not as much as folklore obviously how do you compete with taylor swift but like people were talking about like don't ignore flow millie like this is a huge day it's flow millie day like the jokes about like what a huge day for music but then not mentioning folklore it's like it's the flow millie mixtape mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. she was she was neck and neck with taylor swift in a way which is very impressive mm-hmm. anyway next call
4: hi Lindsay bobby i was going to bed doing my pre buzz Twitter read and Cuomo's launching an investigation into the chain smokers concert in the Hampton. Sorry, my boyfriend's brushing his teeth in the background. Um we're gonna need to talk about this. We're we're gonna need to bring them to the red table. Crunch crunch.
5: We're gonna
0: they don't, deserve, gonna need to... they don't deserve to sit at the red table. No. Jada's like, no. <laughs> Go away. I mean,
2: what's kind of crazy, not that I'm like pat on the back to us, but like when we read this full page six article that was essentially a PR release for this party, I was like, this is
1: like going to be a thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> and then literally it happens it's a fucking huge mess there are videos from it everywhere and andrew cuomo yes our fucking governor posts videos from a concert held in southampton on saturday show egregious social distancing violations i am appalled the department of health will conduct an investigation we have no tolerance for the illegal and reckless endangerment of public health so literally the chain smokers endangered public health as we said uh they do on the normal basis yeah (laughs)
0: <laughs> just putting headphones on and playing a Chains Booker song is a danger to your health. It's true. It's true. It's just the funny. Most that the most ironic about this called, is that it was called Safe and Sound <laughs> <laughs> The concert
1: was called Safe and It
0: was out. called safe and sound right. no one in the videos that went viral like it's very clear you know there's like when you see photos from parks they sort of early on in um the loosening of things when people were finally going back outside and they were going to parks and they were feeling more comfortable it was like you were getting those telephoto lenses that made things look close together even if maybe if you got an aerial shot people were distancing yeah, like but there was bad photography this thing, going on. no this is like oh there's no arguments no. these people are Shoulder to shoulder in the Hamptons, some masks, not a lot of masks. Right. And it's sort of like, unless you have most people wearing masks, it's a problem. And it's very clear that there are a lot of non-mask wearers in this concert. This obviously gets a lot of headlines for so many reasons. One of which is that people are obviously outraged by the fact that they were performing this concert in a place that was not, you know, abiding by social distancing guidelines, but also because there were all these very hooey elements attached to it. One being, fuck Jerry's tequila brand, which finds a way in. Of course. Because they were also promoting of course. that.
2: And the CEO of Goldman Sachs doing a DJ set, never forget, and the the mayor of Southampton <laughs> was there. And then trying to think of other, there was a list of celebs who were there too, which was included Cuba Gooding Jr., uh, a lesser Kennedy, which I think they're calling Connor. Yes, the one that used to. Well, date they're Taylor all. Swift. They're all.
0: That's a Taylor Swift boyfriend. Uh huh. Yeah.
2: And the Winklevoss twins, a classic attendee I'd for see... a concert by Chainsmoke.
0: I thought that was a joke until no, I real. like found the confirmation no, that the real. Winklevoss twins, the Winklevies real. were there. That's
2: real. And BuzzFeed did a whole like they did a whole article written by Tanya Chen about how people who were there did say it was safe. There was social mm-hmm. distancing, but. uh it says there were a ton of security guards making sure people weren't leaving their designated areas. It I felt safe and it was a ton of fun. <laughs> so a lot. I of,
0: felt safe.
2: <laughs> I felt safe. Not I being felt there. safe.
0: <laughs> yeah, I felt I felt lovely not being there.
2: But yeah, I mean, I also think that if you have a thing like this, no matter how safe it is, there are going to be people who don't. Especially if tickets are $850 up to $25,000, whether it's for charity or not, people are those types of people are not, they don't think the rules apply to them, let's just say. So even if you set Mm -hmm. rules, they're probably going to be broken. And also, if you have enough people in one area, it's probably impossible to keep them distance like that, even if they're in their cars, which these people did not stay in their cars. That was the whole point.
0: Yeah. I just love that the that the most viral video about this event was literally two seconds long. It has almost ten million views on Twitter. And it's but it's like yeah. it's two seconds long and it says enough. And, it says enough. Well more and also it enough.
2: was taken what's also funny is it was taken from the perspective of a chain smoker. Somebody on stage <laughs> took it. So like they, they took their own death sentence in a way. Although I don't know if this is a death yeah. sentence, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see.
0: They're not gonna suffer for this. Like Andrew Cuomo is you know, he loves theater, so He's making a big show out of this because he had to. And like, yeah, catch me whenever the chainsmokers are in jail. And then maybe I'll think twice about this. But like,
2: (laughs) In a letter sent Monday from New York's health commissioner, Howard Zucker, to Southampton's town supervisor, Jay Schneiderman, Zucker said he was greatly disturbed by the incident. I am at a loss as to how the town of Southampton (laughs) could have issued a permit for such an event, how they believed it was legal and not an obvious public health threat.
1: (laughs)
0: Yeah, I'm sorry. But like if you live in Southampton... And you give one thousand dollars to charity, like you will not get an applause from me. Like that's literally the least you should be doing. <laughs> so, like, and also if you are donating money to charity and then attending a chain smokers concert, it's sort of like canceling the other thing out. <laughs> yeah, no,
2: and and also like there's a literally a production company that is planning more of these, and so that should probably be uh, stopped <laughs> by social pressure, peer pressure, you know.
5: Hi, my gay boys. It's Eric. Okay. So, I was watching um, Catfish for the first time in a very long time. And there's a new co host, and she's like this beautiful woman, but who is this woman? And what happened to Max? And is Max a who or a them? I think Neve is like definitely a them still. But is Max a who? Or a them. All I know, other than Catfishes, he directed that like Zac Efron DJ movie. Um. Crunch, crunch. Bye, bye.
1: Bye,
0: bye. Um. There is a new Catfish show, which is a shocker to me because I thought Catfish was off the air, but it is still. Well, it's on hugely popular.
2: <laughs> well, whatever you, however you feel about Neve Shulman, the show is like still pretty popular. I think. Like it was a. I think must be people still watch it and also like mtv like what are the offerings right now <laughs> not to be rude well, i am being rude i don't care like it's
1: a, being like, rude to mtv
2: uh, jersey shore family they can't vacation. just be all jersey yeah. they can't just
0: do all jersey shore all the time
2: yeah exactly, exactly. as much as we would like them yeah, to right. uh that show fell off a cliff very fast i know i'm sad it's too bad
0: cameron crawford is the new host she goes by cammy crawford why is she famous because she was miss teen usa in 2010 (laughs) so never forget like neve got fired from the show and then let back onto the show after mtv did their investigation and said he actually didn't participate in any sexual misconduct so this show still exists and he still has a job and now she's the co-host but they were doing a lot of like this. They rotating They did a, they cast did a of co-host characters.
2: almost like an audition with like lots of yeah. different people, and she they hired her. Like it, I, I don't think her. they realized that they or maybe they did realize, and we didn't realize that they were doing essentially auditioning by having like guest hosts, and they and she was the one that they chose.
0: Yeah, it was like when Regis R.I.P. when um Kathy Lee left, and they just like had like women. That was fill crazy. in for a while that was a crazy and then Kelly crowd. Ripa was the one who won out yeah, yeah that was crazy that was really that they wild. did
2: that like live mm-hmm. like live I mean they did they do that for the talk pressure. shows all the time though they just did that for uh well they do that for the view too and that's why they hired Michelle Collins who also got mm-hmm. fired but they were they have guest hosts almost and then they're kind of like secretly auditioning them in a way you know mm-hmm. that's what happened with Amanda 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 Seals Amanda Seals she was a guest host yes. for a while before being hired and then left. Okay, back to Kami.
0: But Cami Crawford won out. She is now the host. And, you know, you can tell, as Lindsay found, you can tell that she is doing well right now because she is already doing Instagram grid spawn for, you guessed it, Aquaphor. That's
2: an amazing spawn. <laughs> I would love to do Aquaforce spawn. I would love it. It's a brand that I also love, and I would definitely do their spawn.
0: Hashtag ad.
2: She's saying, I'm so happy to be finally getting back in the swing of things between filming the show and taking virtual meetings. I'm getting glammed up for the first (laughs) time in months, whether I'm putting on makeup or taking it all off. The beauty routine is never complete without Aquaphor. Healing ointment. As you know me, I could keep a travel-sized tube of Aquaphor with me at all times. Same. I do too. And multiple sizes around my home. It's a number one dermatologist recommended. Blah, blah, blah. I'm not doing her ad for her. But hashtag ad. She's got got an ad in the bag. She's back on TV. We stand.
0: So when you're looking into her past, the reason that she made the most headlines. Well, cuz when you're a
2: youth. when you're a Miss USA or a Miss Universe, you got to do something to be not that. You got to rise above mm-hmm. that in a way. Exactly. You got to either cause a controversy or start acting or singing or something. You
0: can't be a pageant queen forever, you know? You have to find your next move. I mean, look at Erin Brockovich. She was a beauty queen, she had to become a lawyer.
2: Well, you have to use your you have to pick what <laughs> talent it is. Let's say let's call them talents yeah. because that's what they are on the show. What talent it is that you want to do for a quote unquote living, whether that's singing. Vanessa or, I mean, Williams. I'm going to be a singer. Right. I'm going to be an actor and an actress. She was a singer and an actress. Wow, incredible.
0: Cammy was like, I want to be an on-air host. So when you go to her website now, it's like that's kind of her number one. Right. But talk um, about her controversy. Her that we're trying to. for controversy. So okay, so this is wild, and I full you will remember this happening. You will absolutely remember this happening in October of 2016 because Cammie won Miss Teen USA, as I said, in 2010. So whenever Donald Trump was running for president in the fall of 2016, just before the election and things were ramping up and it was after the Access Hollywood tape came out, people were being a little more vocal about the fact that like Donald Trump was very predatory whenever he was doing his pageantship. And one of those people who talked about it and got a ton of coverage for it was Cammie Crawford and her tweets are still up. She never deleted them. Props to her. And she says, The most Trump tea I'll spill for the day is this. When I was 17, I met Mr. Trump for the first time as Miss Teen USA. As the first woman of color to win the title in almost a decade, I was forewarned prior to meeting him that, quote, Mr. Trump doesn't like black people, so don't take it the wrong way if he isn't extremely welcoming towards you. If he is, then you just must be the type of black he likes. And then she goes on, she says, luckily for me, I was the type of black he liked. He toted me around his buddies who were all there gawking at the Miss Universe girls, bragged about how beautiful and well-spoken I was. Quote, she's so smart, look how smart she is, he kept saying. Mind you, baby boy just met me, eye roll emoji. <laughs> sure enough, after I was warned about him, I saw him in action and witnessed him completely snub a black contestant at Miss Universe rehearsals. While she was practicing on stage, literally turned his back to the stage and made a face like he was going to vomit at the sight of her. So it's like, these tweets were I mean a quote unquote big deal at the time mm. and she was sort of sounding the alarm like a lot of people and were saying like look this is not these are not just rumors this is I witnessed this this is not a joke this guy is dangerous
2: yeah and I saw some clips of her on catfish and she's fun and like I like catfish like maybe I'll get back into it like it's it is a compelling format it is hard to watch now though because there is definitely some engineering of stories that is more obvious mm-hmm. than it was before and also I think people are on to it as like it once it became a cultural phenomenon once, once catfishing became its own word and something that Mm -hmm. people knew about the show itself lost a lot of the kind of like mystery that it had embedded when people really didn't know what was going on and weren't really familiar with the concept so unfortunately catfish itself had to either evolve and it didn't really evolve that much in terms of like the stories that it told you know Mm -hmm. like we're still caught up on that story where it's like the girl thought she was talking to chris brown remember oh yeah and the reveal is always it's your friend the reveal is always it's your friend it's
0: always it's always
2: the friend right so like that's the issue with catfish, but I'm willing to give it another shot. I think she's really cool. And I saw some of the clips of her hosting and she's really good. But I also think that the show itself is like a little can be a little dated in terms of what it's out there doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: I mean, it's just if anything, it's just it's just like eternally surprising that, that this is still happening. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> people are still being fooled by this yeah. stuff.
2: The other shocking thing about this is when she won Miss Universe, she won a hundred thousand dollars, which is nice. Scholarship, so towards education, trips, clothes, mm-hmm. and then this really shook me. And got to share a New York City apartment with other title holders. She had to share. She won an apartment to share for a year.
0: For a year, it says.
2: Yeah, you. So it's like, wow. oh, congratulations! Here's an apartment to share for a year with two other women.
0: Probably in one of his buildings, right. too. Yeah, I bet it was one, right? one of his buildings. But
2: like, isn't that kind of like, can I get my own apartment? What the fuck? <laughs> like, I got to share
3: it fucked up
0: let's play who them yes i love, love, love oh oh god i told Lindsay not to listen to these calls because i didn't i told Lindsay not to listen to these calls because they're they like i lost my mind okay so I here's didn't, number one
2: I didn't,
0: I didn't i love my helix mattress i love my helix pillow what <laughs> else is there to say about helix i freaking love it <laughs> Go to helixsleep.com slash who. That's helixsleep.com slash who. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, Better Sleep starts now.
4: Hey, Lindsay, Bobby. Is Kenny Rogers a who or a them? All right. ScarJo, yummy pop.
0: Kenny Rogers, who are them? One, two, three. Them. Them? Yeah, totally. Recently died. Sad. Yeah. He has the chicken. He has Islands in the Stream. Yeah, totally. He has The Gambler. Yeah, totally. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Um. Next call.
4: Wait, this is another Kenny Rogers call? Hi, Lizzie, Bobby. I just called about Kenny Rogers being a who are them, and I met Kenny G. <laughs> this, the guy who plays the saxophone. Oh, that's really funny. So basically, answer my own question. He's definitely, I think, a who. Or it's just name blindness, and I'm an idiot. So, yeah, Kenny G. Who are them? Bye. Are Kenny G Get-
2: and Kenny Rogers the biggest Kennys in music? Are there any other Kennys? As Kenny big? Chesney. Oh, Kenny, Ches- Kenny Chesney. Fucking Kenny Chesney. You're right. Wait, rank rank Kenny Rogers, Kenny Chesney, and Kenny G in order of from them to who? Now, do it.
0: Oh, from them to who? Yeah. Ooh, Kenny Rogers number one. Yeah. Kenny G number two, Kenny Chesney number three. Oh no, that's tough. Kenny G, Kenny Chesney's tough because country's so huge and Kenny, oh, and G, is also, add Kenny in, G is like number add in one adult Please add in Kenny Loggins.
2: Please add in Kenny Loggins Kenny Log- as well.
0: Oh, Kenny Loggins is definitely the last on the list. Okay. I would say it goes Kenny Rogers, Kenny G, Kenny Chesney, Kenny Loggins. You're
2: putting Kenny G higher than Kenny Chesney?
0: Yeah, I. Kenny G has. <laughs> Definitely has a broader appeal than Kenny Jesney. I think adult contemporary. Also like. We're talking also Kenny's.
2: We're talking Kenny's not Ken's. So get out of here with your Ken's. We're talking Kenny's.
0: Lindsay also saxophone. Yeah saxophone that is the language of love you can listen to that in any language and you can and also, love I guess Kenny the G's argument saxophone styling is
2: that like uh, like older people love Kenny G cause like cheesy sexy like s- slow music but also young people like him cause he's essentially like a meme like he kind of got re-put mm-hmm. into the meme factory via like Lonely Island stuff in a way yeah. so like he's kind, of a, he's kind of part of the conversation there too you're right and like Kenny Chesney while being very popular is not so much although you're saying Kenny Rogers is number one over both of them yeah. I think so. Okay. Okay. I'm j ju- I am am just what's funny is that on the site playback.fm it says most the article is most famous person named Kenneth. <laughs> this is the article. <laughs> and number one is Kenny Rogers. And number two is okay. babyface because his real name is Kenneth. And number Kenneth. three is Kenneth Branagh, the actor, the like Shakespeare actor.
0: Yeah. And then number okay. four,
2: somebody I've never heard of. And then so, number five is Kenny, Kenny Chesney. This list is irrelevant. Irrelevant.
0: So he's Kenny Edmonds. Is Babyface's last name Edmonds?
2: Yeah, but he's... But but we can't... Babyface is Babyface. We're not... He, he doesn't, doesn't count, count as a Kenny. I would... No. Uh, no.
0: God. And even and even Babyface, I don't think I would put him above Kenny G.
2: You wouldn't put Babyface above Kenny G? I would.
0: I think that's close. I Because I, I do think just the fact that Babyface is English language mm-hmm. and Kenny G is literally no lyrics... Mm-hmm. But I did just see that Kenny Rogers has sold 165 million records. Kenny G has only sold 75. Wow. He's a flop. <laughs> when he's a <laughs> flop, when you're a flop, Kenny.
2: And Kenny Loggins did Footloose, although I guess no one really knows that. Like, it's like Kenny honest.
0: Loggins is a flash in the pan. No, baby. he's a flash not. in. The, he is a flash in the Kenny pan. Pan. He's a crusty Kenny pan like that's hanging over Kendall Jenner's oven, the unused copper pan. And she's Kendall like, Jenner's I love house. to
2: support my fellow Kenny's.
0: <laughs> how, wait, how would you rank them? I rank them. What, what do you think? Um, oh, those four Kenny's Loggins, Rogers, G Chesney.
2: I would say uh, Kenny Rogers first, like you said. Mm-hmm. Then I would say you said G. Then Uh-oh. you said you said G. Then you said Chesney. Yeah, I would say Chesney. Yeah. Then I would say G. And then I would say Logan's. I would switch the two.
0: Chesney then G. I I
2: think it's right. close, but I think Chesney's pretty big. Although it's weird to have the two country guys at top. Uh, the two country guys at the top. You're right. Is a little. Uh...
0: He's only sold thirty million albums worldwide.
2: Okay, stop. Get so. get it. Get, get out of here with the numbers. What are you fucking Billboard? Like I don't give a shit. Let's move on. <laughs>
0: Renee is like Kenny, you're number one to me. Kenny, you're number one you then just, to me. I I know you're number one, Kenny. <laughs> okay,
2: okay, can we go next, please?
0: Kenny, you're my favorite, Kenny. Okay,
2: can you can
0: you please? <laughs> Kenny C before okay. Kenny G. That's what I've always said, honey. Before and no, after i Kenny C before Kenny G. I
2: asked you to move on. You don't listen to me.
4: <laughs> Hi, Lindsay, Bobby. I'm on a road trip middle of nowhere nevada and i had a mishap at mcdonald's where i didn't get what i had actually wanted and it has been the only thing i've been thinking about giving up this trip for a week is getting mcdonald's which brings me to the question who are the who's and them of the mcdonald's menu i think breakfast and um lunch menu are fair game um okay that's it punch crunch uh
2: i have answers for this you have answers okay Them's the them's of the of the McDonald's menu list are Big Mac, <laughs> Big Mac, number one, Happy Meal, number two, Egg McMuffin, number three, Chicken Nuggets, number four. Okay, other them's that will be accepted are Quarter Pounder with Cheese and just fries, just the fries. Do you have anything else to add?
0: I think the filet fish is definitely a them.
2: Okay, okay, filet fish, fine, fine, fine.
0: It's one of my, it's probably one of my favorite menu items at McDonald's, the Filet-O-Fish.
2: You can't make it personal. You can't make it personal. We're talking. Okay. This is an objective No, but thing. I think you,
0: I think you also forgot the McFlurry. I think that's a okay, Demi menu item. Okay, McFlurry is
2: Demi. You know what I, what I was going to say is are the and Who's. And the McGriddle. The Who's. Mick,
0: the, Mc, the Mc items.
2: Sure, yes. But you know what the Who's are? Like, hash browns are also a them at McDonald's, right? Yeah.
0: But any variations the on
2: the McMuffin, on the muffin, egg McMuffin are not our Who's. Like I don't wanna hear sausage McMuffin. I don't wanna hear sausage biscuit. I don't wanna hear any of those. <laughs> those are well, is it
0: Mac- is a McGriddle is a McGriddle of them? No. But the syrup packets?
2: No, so the thing is any limited <laughs> edition McDonald's food is a who. So we're talking But they're not
0: limited. They they made it a permanent. Menu I don't item care. Item years I don't ago. care.
2: I don't care. If it if it was at You know m-
0: how often I used to eat McGriddles, don't even think I don't even want to think about it. I don't wanna think about how often I used to eat McGriddles, but I digress. Go on. <gasps>
2: Oh, also them's obviously are cheeseburger hamburger. Like get out of here. Obviously, they're them's like the the simple ones. But I would say oh, that baby But I would say a quarter pounder with cheese is more of a them at McDonald's than a hamburger.
0: Oh, oh, I think I agree with that. Because like
2: who goes to like, McDonald's and just gets a hamburger at this point? You got to get like whatever the fuck yeah. the thing is, you know?
0: If I were to go to McDonald's and it were, let's say, 1130 at night on a Friday and I went to let's McDonald's, say, I let's would get say, let's, say. let's just say I would get a I would get a small fry, a four piece nugget and a cheeseburger. That's what I would get. Okay. Um. I wouldn't just get the cheeseburger. If it were the a.m., if it were 9 a.m. on a Monday, yeah. I would get a egg McMuffin, no bacon, no Canadian bacon, no ham, uh-huh, just the egg and uh-huh. the cheese. Egg McMuffin, no bacon, uh-huh. a hash brown, and either a large iced coffee, or if I were feeling a little crazy, I would get a frappe. But I, I think a frappe is also... Oh, uh,
2: who? You know what? I always get a quarter pounder with huh. cheese and an iced coffee, which I have to say just fucks your your system. Like, <laughs> like you want to just like get fucked? <laughs> like, oh. get yourself an iced coffee and a quarter pounder with cheese, and oh boy, <laughs> are you fucked this for is,
0: the day? Wait,
2: um, oh, you go, I'm getting muted. Wow, there must be something happening. There must be something happening.
0: <laughs> okay, this is this is your stomach. Whenever you go to McDonald's and order an iced coffee and anything from the lunch menu, <laughs> like, it would be me getting an iced coffee and, like, nuggets and fries. Lindsay would be an iced coffee and a quarter pounder with cheese. This is our respective stomachs.
4: She's on her way. Tell everyone.
1: Oh, she's not supposed to be here until yes. nine.
4: Her driver just text message and her facialist ruptured a disc. God, these people...
2: That, I
5: can't even talk about. All right, everyone, gird your loins. <laughs>
2: what is the problem? What is that?
0: The Devil Wears Prada oh. scene, <laughs> the first scene before Miranda Priestly comes into the office and everyone's like, whoa, 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 whoa. I thought you were
2: going to play the sign where the nanny na- the nanny is like, I'm on my way. <laughs> the nanny, oh,
0: no, no. nanny Nanny, not nanny, not on nanny on now on one
2: where she's like, I'm on my way.
0: <laughs> like, this is a cult. What is it?
2: <laughs> Wait, hold on, I got to find it. You guys are in a crisis. I'm on my way. <laughs> That's what I would play. That's me when I take my first sip of iced coffee from from McDonald's, and then my bite of double quarter pounder with cheese. You guys want to? Conceptually,
0: cry? I'm not even sure if that makes sense, or if either of our. Well, things I'm in makes a. Sense.
2: I'm going to be in a crisis, and then she's on her way.
0: Oh, so she's not the stomach; she's the Pepto Bismol. Yeah,
2: she's playing. She's she's the tums in my in my that she I keep tums. that I keep in the um the glove compartment of my car.
0: I'm on my way. Right. So. Stanley Tucci and Emily Blunt are the stomach lining. Super nanny is the Tums. I got it now. Or a proton pup inhibitor. You got it. You got it. You got it. You got it. You got
2: it. You got it. You got it. We're only like halfway through
4: this.
0: <laughs> okay. Next call.
4: Hi, Lindsay and Bobby. I am a florist. And recently, Renee Russo called and ordered a flower arrangement from us. She's very nice. But when I answered the phone, she did say, hello, this is Renee Russo from California, which I thought was interesting, at least. Then we delivered the flower arrangement, and um, the person that received it hated it, and was very rude about it, and called us and told us that they thought that it was old and ugly. And we Googled them and found out that they are rare Chinese art dealers, which is another interesting part of the story. So it leads me to my general question, which is is Renee Russo a who or a them? Thank you. Shout out to
2: uh, you guys for Googling who the person wants to figure out who was such an asshole to you.
0: A rare Chinese art dealer. So it's like just a rich person. Right. Yeah. So
2: Renee's like sending them a very nice flower arrangement and they're just like, This doesn't even go with my rare Chinese art, which I assume covers their house, you know?
0: It's funny that they called the florist to complain and not Renee. (laughs) Like (laughs) Renee chose this like old hideous arrangement. And then also like like, it's not
2: the florist. When you don't buy the flowers, can you call and complain about the art, about the flowers? (laughs) Like not in my book. That's very rude. My AC keeps turning on automatically because it keeps hitting 90 degrees. Isn't that fucked? Oh my God! I know hell, literal hell. We live in okay. Oh my
0: God! I'm sorry. Um, oh wait, who are them? R- Renee Russo. R- 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 Renee Russo. One, two. Renee Russo. Who are her. them? her. It's fine. We've done her, but we'll do our again. One, two, three. Who?
2: Who? yeah, we, yeah. Did, we, we did a whole we, I think we talked about it's like she kind of like became a who I don't know if she was ever a them though let's be real uh,
0: much like Celine Dion says there were moments of gold and there were flashes of light I think there were moments of gold and there were flashes of them yeah. for Rene Russo but I there think overall there were things you have never seen
2: hoe. again but mm-hmm. then they'd always seen them-y
0: when I watch <laughs> Thomas Crown Affair I'm like oh they always seemed right, right. but and then in know.
2: Velvet Buzzsaw you're like oh wow you know there were nights of endless pleasure it was more than <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay
4: So
0: we figured that out. Okay.
4: Hi, we just spent like 20 minutes trying to remember who Hugh Laurie's name. Which leads me to the question, Hugh Laurie, who are them? Women do belong in balloons.
0: Hugh Laurie, who are them? One, two, three,
2: who? Who? Why do you say? I almost went for them. I guess like House is themmy, but like Hugh Laurie is whoey. Hugh Laurie, for
0: as successful and everywhere he is on television, maybe I'm not taking a step back here, but I always forget Hugh Laurie's name. Yeah. I call him House. You're like he's House, House to me. You're like there's House.
2: Yeah. Oh, how oh House is in this movie. Yeah, yeah, Doctor House.
0: He's just a he's just a British guy who could play an asshole American doctor.
2: I think we House MD is still a show that people remember but it's very much less so than the phenomenon it was because remember when everybody was like it's lupus like remember when there were like jokes about house but like there aren't like that's <laughs> not really a thing anymore even though it was on yeah. for what four thousand million episodes you know
0: how many episodes do you think it ran
2: four thousand million as I said precisely four thousand yes. million um let's see 500
0: 177 yeah, episodes over- of house. 7-
2: that's still a lot for a TV show. I guess I just like don't know.
0: Eight seasons. Yeah. 177 episodes. Do you
2: know that he also has a website called HughLaurieBlues.com in which he sells his blues albums? He has two of them. Didn't Didn't it rain and let them talk? Hugh Laurie is a blues artist. I didn't know. Did you know?
0: I knew that he had that album, Let Them Talk, because I've definitely laughed at that album cover before. Yeah. That's the one where it's like half his face. Right. And it's like, right? Yeah. I've never heard it. I'll play a clip here. I gotta
2: say, Let Them Talk is a very, like, um, Britney Spears, Lindsay Lohan, like, don't believe the rumors. You know what I mean? Like, for somebody, for Hugh Laurie, who I didn't realize had such, like, a tabloid journalism aversion, that feels very, like, let them talk. You know?
0: Mr. Laurie's got an axe to grind, it seems.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Right? Okay. Play some.
0: Let Them Talk is crazy, now that I think about it. You're right. That's what I'm saying. The cookie alert came up on his website and I'm saying reject all non-essential cookies from Hugh Laurie. I'm not getting any cookies from Hugh Laurie. Let them talk.
4: Just let them talk If they want to
3: Talk don't bother
4: gonna keep on till the whole
3: wide world knows that I really love you, I really love you so.
1: Hey, Lindsay Bobby. Bobby.
3: Uh,
5: quick who them question. You were talking about Walter Mercado. So I was curious, Miss Cleo, who them? Psychic Friends Network. Who them? Crunch,
0: crunch. Miss Cleo, who them? One, two,
5: three.
0: Who?
2: Who? But but psychic number one them. John Edwards, <laughs> the only other person who compete is John Edwards and Sylvia. <laughs> Sylvia, Sylvia. Sylvia. Whose last Sylvia, name I don't even what's know. Name? Sylvia something. Sylvia Brown. So the yeah the 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 them's well I would say like because Walter Mercado is an astrologist but these are straight mm-hmm. up psychics so we're talking yeah uh Tyler Henry uh Sylvia Brown John Edwards and Miss Cleo Miss Cleo who mainly was from the commercials not necessarily who did the she didn't do the talk show circuit did she no no right but I would say she's in she's in the them's of that realm for sure
0: also I forgot she died a few years yeah, ago yeah she did I'm sad she had cancer yeah. Also, she was a lesbian, so that's cool. She came out <laughs> yeah. late in life, which is tight. Um, but yeah, a who. I mean, she was one of those people who was everywhere on television for like a few years and then kind of went away. Um, but those sorts of call-in psychic shows just like stop being trendy. Mm-hmm. And I think stop being profitable. Mm-hmm. Um, last call.
4: Hi, Weekly. Um, I recently just we rewatched the Sex in the City movies. And I have some questions about who them who versus them Um, Obviously, Sarah Jessica Parker, Kim Cattrall, I think Cynthia Nixon. Them. Kristen Davis? Is she-them? I'm not so sure. Chris Nose? Is he-them? John Corbett? Is he-them? Ron Livingston, etc. Who in the Sex and the City actor versus is a who versus a them? I think Steve is a them, but guy who played Steve a who. I don't even know his name. Anyway, crunch crunch. Bye.
0: The yeah, we can do. Let's just do the actors. This gets complicated. I don't, we're not characters, doing characters
2: think, in the show because
0: all the characters are all the characters are them's. Please. Yeah,
2: that's. They're all them's. It's like when you're talking about a TV show, it's like all the characters are them's in the show. We don't need to go through each one. The them's from Sex and the City are Sarah Jessica Parker. Cynthia Nixon, I would say, is the them at this point, between. don't you think, between or no?
0: Cynthia Nixon, yeah. Kim Cattrall and Kristen Davis, happy to call them who's. Happy, 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 happy to call them who's.
2: <laughs> happy, glad.
0: What's the coverage Kim Cattrall gets? I hate everyone else and a car drove into my house. Okay. That's the coverage But Kim I do. Gets. I think <laughs> the
2: only other thems in the cast are Mikhail Baryshnikov, but not because he was in Sex City, because he was a very famous exactly. ballet dancer. <laughs> and, uh, honestly, Blair Underwood, I think, is them
0: Blair Underwood is definitely a them. Uh, and he was in a lot of episodes.
2: Yeah. And then the, other, the only other Kyle, Ma- no. Kyle McLaughlin. No. Not no. Chris Noth. Kyle McLaughlin over Chris mm-hmm. Because of... Candace Bergen. And Candace Bergen. And Candace Bergen. Well, that, towards the later end. Right. That's true. She's towards the later end. Uh, but th- I don't think there are other thems. I don't think there are other thems.
0: In terms of like like cameos sure, there were plenty of cameos in that show, but like in terms of recurring characters to and also regulars, SJP, Cynthia Nixon, Candace. Candice Bergen
2: Bergen isn't even really she kind of doesn't even count as the regular cast. Like she's like kind of She's
0: in like uh she's in several episodes. Right, but we're
2: talking about like people who are on several seasons, or like at least one full season, you know?
0: Yeah, and, and Blair Underwood has, like, a full season arc, Yeah, and he pops up again. Yeah. I don't think that, like, Harry, no. And and definitely, what's his name? Ugh, Aiden. Who plays Aiden? No, that's a who. John what's Corbett. He's a, John Corbett. Who? he's a classic who.
2: He's a classic who. The voice of Applebee's. Yeah. Dating, uh, <laughs> dating what's-her-face. Bo Derek. Yeah, he's Bo a Derek, classic them. Who. Yeah, Bo Derek. Bo, Bo, Bo Derek, Derek them. them. John Corbett who. Oh,
0: Lindsay, we missed. We missed. The biggest two, Lynn Cohen. Who's
2: that? Oh, Magda. Magda Biggest who Mario Canto And don't forget
0: No that's a who I think that that's right I don't really think Anyone else in that show Is a them It
2: is controversial To say that two of the Main girls are who's And two are them's though Controversial I'm
0: happy to be Controversial there Is Chris not Because he was it Because he has his Law and order Side hustle Does that make him A them I I don't think so Uh No Do we feel comfortable Saying that I do
2: Sure Yeah Well it is our show So yes we do Feel comfortable
0: Sarah Diska Parker, Mikhail Baryshnikov, uh, Cynthia Nixon, Blanderwood. Yeah. Four people. Four people.
2: Okay. That's
0: it. Yeah. Sorry. Dare you to fight us. Dare to fight don't us. Don't fight us.
2: Don't call about this ever again. <laughs> please don't call us Lindsay, about
0: we Lindsay, we got, we got 1,000 calls about Sex and the City. No, I'm sorry I, we missed. Uh, serious, Amy Sedaris. Please, and, please, um, please, please. No, please, no. We, that one episode where Margaret Show is uh, the really rude fashion show director.
2: What about the one where What's-Her-Face falls out the window? Okay, we are done.
0: We're done. Thank you for listening to Who's There? We've been recording for over two hours. Hopefully this episode is just a shade under or above an hour um, fingers <laughs> yeah. crossed Finger, literally fingers
2: crossed that's Bobby Fingers job to fix this episode
0: thank you for listening we had a great time keep calling in at 619 who them to leave questions comments and concerns it'd be great if you called about celebrities and not ice cream um, <laughs> but you know <laughs> beggars yeah. can't be choosers so follow us on Instagram and Twitter support us on patreon.com whoweekly who weekly for twice weekly bonus episodes and We'll see you on Tuesday with another episode of Who Weekly. Have a good weekend. And Goodbye. Stay
2: tuned for th- anywhere from one to three, Collier. You're doing amazing, sweeties. <laughs> <Bye>. <laughs>
0: one to three. I won't do nine minutes again like last week. Sorry. But that was pretty there funny. Was that was a good troll, right?
2: Your- there was a nine minute? There was a nine minute? It was nine minutes? No, there
0: was just like, I played like many, 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 many calls. <laughs> and I believe it amounted to nine minutes. I
2: didn't know
0: that. <laughs> Seven to nine minutes. I thought it was a funny troll. Have a good weekend. Bye.
1: Bye. No.
5: moose trap
1: it's a flavor
5: look it up hey who weekly uh teddy here for some long time um i was watching groundhog day with my boyfriend who's six years older than me and said who is that and he said are you kidding me that is audrey mcdonald is that her name oh god oh Phoebe bridges normally we wouldn't let you into cork ireland during the pandemic but that Paul Mescal, mm, he's so hot.
1: I would like to have sex with him too. Have fun. Crunch crunch. <laughs>